Broncos over the Browns and make it five straight wins for your Denver Broncos who are now six and five for the first time since 2021. They win a critical game against an AFC opponent to improve their odds of making the playoffs. And I am so lucky to be in the winner's lounge tonight with Todd Davis, the Super Bowl 50 champion. Todd, how does this one feel? Man, it feels like, you know, this team is officially back. Um, I think I was holding off on like saying it, yeah. just waiting to see how they progress from game to game. But I feel like they have been able to uh, stay steady with the takeaways. And not only that, they continue to get better week in and week out. So I think it's official. We can all say it. Uh, we can kind of sit back, let our hair down. We don't have to be stressed anymore. The team is back, and they're rocking and rolling. Yes, they are back. Five straight wins, like I mentioned. Thank you all so much for joining us here in Club Dub. I see a bunch of comments already coming in. Alexis shotgunning, right? I did say <laughs> earlier this week that there was no way the Broncos would score more than more than 20 points in this yep. game. What, what was it? 24 was kind of the shotgun line. Yeah, that's what you said. That's what I said. So they scored 29 here tonight. I will attempt. I, it'll be brutal. It's probably going to look like a, a Hank attempt of shotgunning a beer, but I'll do that at the end of the show if you guys stick around. But we're also going to need, what do we think, 500 likes? For the shotgun? Yeah, I, I'm, no, you're I'm up doing in the that, ante. But... No, I'm up in the ante. <laughs> okay. I need 500, 500 likes. 500. 1,000, and Alexa takes the shotgun and a shot. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Who's That's driving me home? Here. That's yeah, from yeah. you here. Uh, there's Ubers. Well, <laughs> you been for Ubers. here is buying me an Uber home tonight. Guys, this is how dominant this one is. 2015 was the last time the Broncos won, excuse me, won five straight games. 1989, the last time they had 15 takeaways in a four-game stretch. This was the first time an NFL game ended with a score of 29 to 12. This is the 158th win for Sean Payton. He is now 20th all time. And they are now ninth in the AFC playoff race tied with the Texans and Colts. I mean, what did I just say? I don't know. It's unbelievable um, <laughs> to think that just a few weeks ago uh, we were one and five. And now this team is all the way back to six and five. Um, they're playing some really great football on the defensive side of the ball. They're taking the ball away at a tremendous rate. Um, you know, I've been a part of some really good defenses, and although we played great defense, we weren't able to get our hands on the ball as much as these guys are. Um, offense, you know, they played okay tonight. They weren't the best, but once again, that defense keeps shining. Yes, they do. You know, the Broncos putting up this many points. 29, you got to give two, of course, to this uh, Denver defense there with the safety at the end. Shout out Zach Allen on that one. Um, I did not see them putting up this many points. So let's go ahead and start with the offense. Because if you took that same game parlay that I mentioned during the pregame show, this is why you guys got to know the pregame show. You would have hit. That was just the Broncos money line, Sutton over 50 receiving yards, and Javante Williams with 50 plus rushing yards. I really hope you took that bet here tonight because you would be, uh, I guess, coming down to the DNVR to buy your friends some shots and, and to keep this club dub rolling here tonight. Um, let's go ahead and start with 
the Broncos, they knew that they needed to commit to this ground game, and they did exactly that here today. Yeah, they were able to run the ball well, um, not just with the running backs, but also with Russell Wilson. Um, I love the mm-hmm. design, you know, runs for him. The defense definitely weren't wasn't expecting it. Miles Garrett was lost on a few plays, but Russell Wilson was really able to gain the edge, get around, um, get some long first down plays, and they really, really look good. Shout out to Samaje Piran. Um, he hasn't gotten enough enough love in the running game as of yet. He's primarily been the game winning. Uh, fourth quarter catching running back that we've been using, but tonight he was phenomenal in the run game. Um, and just all around, I love the, that, the fact that we stuck to it. We never shied away from it. Whether we were up or down, we made it happen. And the Broncos, you know, I think that's our, that's our recipe for success. We got to be able to run the wall. Yeah, it absolutely is the recipe for success. 39 carries tonight, 18 for Javante Williams for 65 yards, averaging just over three and a half per. Samaj P. Ryan, though, I was listening to KOA radio tonight and, uh, Dave Logan said that he looked like a runaway beer truck, and that is exactly what he looked like. Seven carries, just seven. It felt like he had more than that, Mm -hmm. Uh, but for 55 yards, averaged nearly eight per carry, and of course he had the touchdown tonight, um, along with Russell Wilson, who found himself in the end zone that way as well. I think something that was really impressive for this team is the improvement on third down. Let me see what it actually ended up being at the very end of the game. If I can find it, I think they were, oh man. Third down, six for 14, 43%. Last week they were two for 12. So that's yep. a really huge improvement. What else really stood out to you about this Broncos offense? Uh, the offense overall, I think they've made the most of what the what the defense gave them. Um, tonight we were finally able to get touchdowns off of mm. uh, turnovers. You know, we had a big fumble, uh, DJ Jones. He almost had a touchdown, tried to keep his hands on it. <laughs> Either way, he fell on the ball. That's all that matters. Um, we were able to go get, you know, six points out of that. And I think that's the biggest thing that is the difference between this Broncos team being good and being great. The defense is getting us the ball in prime position to score. We have to do everything we need to to get into the end zone because that's that's the last step, man. After that, I don't think there's anybody that can really hang with us. DJ Jones, his first ever fumble recovery, which is crazy because he's forced a lot of fumbles. Yep. But his first fumble recovery, that's kind of surprising. Yes, he is a big man. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to get the hand on that football sometimes. Um, you know, it's awkwardly shaped, so it bounces <laughs> kind of away from them sometimes. Um, but that was a big play by him right there. Um, the time of possession game, this is something that is like the Browns game. They are known yep. for just owning the clock and that is how they win football games uh this time around it was the broncos 32 minutes and 48 seconds compared to cleveland's 27 minutes and 12 seconds i love when the broncos beat a team using their own recipe yeah well the reason why the browns were so good at that is because they really forced teams to three and outs to start the games and throughout the games then they led the league in you know three and outs for their opponents but the broncos were able to sustain drives tonight using the running game, Russ using his legs. So they won the time of possession. And then when it was the Cleveland Browns' turn to be on offense, our defense stepped up tremendously. Um, Tons of three and outs, turnovers, takeaways. They weren't on the field for very long. Yeah, we're going to get to the defense here a little bit more in just a second because we have a very special guest joining us here in just a little bit as well. Somebody who also won Super Bowl 50 with my guy Todd and – yeah. Should, yep. we, should we tease our guests a little bit? I know we have a graphic out there, we but do for those have who haven't seen the graphic, how would you tease our guests who's coming up here in just I a need little to, bit? They need to get prepared and strap up. I think that's the oh. best way, you know what I'm saying, they can get ready for our special guests coming on. Okay, you just gave it away. No, I didn't. It's a lot of people. 
that that could you be. You think? I think that's one person. Well, who won Super Bowl Fifty? We'll know. We'll know how uh, big a fans our fan base are. Oh, they're huge. If they can figure it they're, out. They're huge. Um, okay, really quick. Uh, saw the Broncos kind of go no huddle a few times here tonight, which I feel like really kept the Browns off their game. Would you say that that helped a little bit? And should the Broncos lean into that a little bit more? Yeah, I think it, I think it worked really well for them. Um, you know, mile high is a tough place to play. For sure. Um, even if you are a good defense, you're used to, you know, different altitudes. Um, so when you come here and it's hard to breathe, and on top of that, the team is running no huddle, and then we're running the ball well, and then Russell Wilson is scrambling, um, it puts a lot on your plate, and it makes it tough for you just to play good defense. So... I think that is a benefit that we have to playing in the Mile High City that we need to continue to use. Miles Garrett tonight, uh, one quarterback hurry, one pass defense, one tackle for loss, no sacks. I'll take it. I was not expecting that stat line from Miles Garrett. Nope, I'll take it. The guys, the offensive line as a whole did a great job uh, matching up against him. Um, no matter where he was on the offensive line, I feel like they did a great job uh, holding him to nothing, really. And then, like you mentioned, that that hurry-up game, that uh, that quick game, yeah. it didn't allow for him to get set. It didn't allow for him to, you know, continually move and do his tricks over the center like he normally does. Yep. There's no time for that. you got to get on the ball. you got to get ready to play. Would you say that this offensive line right now is elite? They're outperforming anybody's projections of who they would be this season. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know we spent a lot of money, um, but the first couple of days, first couple of games, they definitely weren't looking good at all. But right now they are playing as a unit. They're playing um, as one. They're playing with some tenacity, um, and I'm loving it. Can we have a moment for Adam Troutman? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a big-time play. That was a big-time play, like half, half a centimeter from being out of bounds. Uh, he comes up with this great catch for another touchdown. Um, and really helped seal the game with that yeah. touchdown because that was a dagger in the coffin for them. The reason why I'm bringing that up right now is because I have to give a shout-out, of course, to the offensive line and pass protection. Russell Wilson, he's able to continue these plays. He's able to extend them with his legs because of how well this offensive line is holding up, and I think we saw that really on that touchdown to Adam Troutman. I love the sideline reaction, uh -huh. too. There's nothing that makes me happier than seeing these guys happy on the sidelines, and the guys dapping him up like – that's his first touchdown of the year. Yep. That might be his last touchdown <laughs> of the year. Like, we're not expecting a ton from Adam Troutman. We all know he's there um, to be a run blocker. And and he showed up today, and it was it was perfect. Yeah, I think it's amazing, man, because everybody in the locker room understands the work that each guy puts in every day and knows what is asked of them. Totally. So for him to go outside of his realm of being that, quote, unquote, blocking tight end and, you know, make a great play for the team, um, that's going to get everybody hyped, and it did, and everybody was excited for him. Yeah, one catch for him, eight yards, and it was the one that really counted there in the end zone. Um, speaking of the Broncos passing game, Russell Wilson, he was 13 of 22 uh, for 134 yards and a touchdown, 59% completion percentage, a rating of 91.9. Obviously not the numbers you hope to see from, from Russell Wilson, but he did exactly what we really needed him to do this game, and that was to be an efficient game manager and make plays in the red zone. And it's funny because I think we say that week in and week out. Like, yeah. You're going to be frustrated looking at the numbers, but at the end of the day, he's doing exactly what we need him to do. Not anything more, not anything less. Um, and I can't even be mad at it. As long as this equation keeps equating to 
us winning football games, yeah. I'm p totally happy with his uh, output and his performance. As long as the math is mathing. The you math know? is mathing right we now. We need the math to be mathing. <laughs> he found uh, four, five, six, seven different receivers today. Like I mentioned, for 134 yards, it was Cortland Sutton, the leading receiver. Um, Three catches for 61 yards. I, he was targeted six times, though, so I'm trying to think of what some of those drops might have been. There was um, one in the end zone, the was, back yeah, of the end zone. That one that was tough. Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. But I, Cortland's side is the left side. You don't need to run nothing to the right side. He got to be on the left side. It got to be a clutch moment, and you got to be scrambling, and then he'll catch it. Did That's see, it. Did you see that Marvin Mims got some love today? He did. He did. And he looked good. Um, he caught a nice pass. Um, in the middle of the field, kind of had two defenders on him. Yeah. Um, was able to make something out of nothing with it. Um, but, I mean, that's Zach's guy. I know that's your guy. You that's guys my guy. That's been calling for him to get more touches. And uh, he got some tonight, and he looked good. See, I should have said pregame that the, the Broncos win if Marvin, Ma Marvin Mims gets one catch. Yeah. Just keep – remember last time I was like, oh, if he gets four catches, like, Broncos win this game. Yep. I don't think Marvin Mims is ever going to be targeted four times this year, but uh, really good to see him getting involved. Anything else from the offensive side? I know it kind of felt like a, a slow game offensively, yeah. but that is just how good this Cleveland Browns defense is. Yeah. And the Broncos didn't just outplay them. They put up 20, I'm going to say 27 points. I know the final score was 29, but I'm not counting the safety. Yeah. They, this Broncos offense put up 29 points. I was, or excuse me, 27 points. I, I was not expecting that. No, they, they played really lights out. Once again, I think it's because of the turnovers. We're in really good position yeah. in yeah, short yeah, yeah. fields. Um, one thing that I was surprised about is how little we used Jerry Judy. I felt like he was on the sideline hmm. quite a bit for the game. He had two catches for 11 yards, which, I mean, I love Marvin Mills, but I would love to get Jerry some, yeah. some more touches as well. But... Um, that was the only surprising thing, but overall we win. I think that's the most important. Okay. You know what else is important? Signing up using the code DNVR at DraftKings.com. That is incredibly important. Who are the pretenders and who are the contenders? We're more than halfway through the NFL season, but DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings, they're not stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day. This is going to be absolutely incredible. Um, do you have any... Uh, any picks Pick for the, the week? week? Yeah, I mean, um, after this long day of football, I think it's best to look to Monday night. Oh. Um, you know, we got the Vikings taking on the Bears. Bears are very, eh. Vikings are okay, uh, and they've been playing some pretty good football. You got the Pastronaut. And uh, TJ Hawkinson has been doing really good as a tight yeah. end throughout the entire year. So it's plus 145 for an anytime touchdown from TJ. Um, I think he's a talented player. He's been playing well all year. I would take that, and I think that's my pick of the week. Huh. Okay. I might, I might look to Sunday night this evening. Once you guys wrap up here with us, switch over to the Sunday night game chargers hosting the Ravens. Um, I'm going to go simple on this one. Chargers plus three and a half. Um, I like that. Take that at minus 120. I like that a lot. I think the chargers might actually win this game. What do you think? Chargers versus Ravens. Ah, uh, no. At home? No. Please? No. I can't even believe I'm saying please for the Chargers <laughs> to win. I don't want to see them win. But. No, the Ra the Chargers are just so poo. And the Ravens were playing well Man. for so long of the season. I think, you know, Lamar in L.A., nice and warm. I think he's going to come away with that win. 
Todd Davis Sorry. my pick. Sorry. <laughs> uh, not shocking. <laughs> Get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You guys can download the app now and use the code DNVR. New customers can bet just $5 on anything and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNVR. The crown is yours. I can't do this as fast as Zach can, but here we go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. <laughs> In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts, KS. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, LA, 21. Overage varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, I'm assuming, ONT stands for? Ontario. Uh, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and responsible gambling resources. Oh, I really thank you. The That's Davis, a tough one. The Davises are here and they're clapping That's a for tough me one. over there. Uh, I wish Zach would have called in just for that. <laughs> like, that is... That's his read. That's his read. That yep. is brutal. Okay, now... He kills it. Tell us about our friends over from Factor Meal Kits because they're bomb. Yeah, Factor Meal Kits are phenomenal. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, they have chef-prepared meals, dietary, in approved ready-to-eat meals. Um, and they're healthy for you. They're good for you. If you're a person like me who likes to grab and go and not have to cook every meal, um, Factor is a great, a great way to do that, and especially for the holiday season. Um, if you're too busy with holiday plans to cook, but you want to make sure you're eating well with Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and chopping and prepping and cleaning up while still getting flavor and new nutritional quality you need. Factors fresh and never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat up and enjoy. That's perfect for me. Um, it's great for if my wife is at an event and hadn't had to cook, I go get a factor meal and I pop it in the microwave and it's ready to go. You can get a discount right now. You get 50% off if you go to factormeals.com. Use code Broncos 50 Once again, DNVR Broncos 50 that gives you 50% off your first order the Philadelphia Eagles just tied this game up with the Buffalo Bills uh really 59 yard field goal 59 yard boot that's crazy they were not looking good earlier in this game uh really quick Todd just out of curiosity what is your go-to dish that you make for your family uh make this really good uh vodka pasta um it's very delicious and uh vodka yep 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 I like I, I'm it. nice. I mean, my parents are shaking their heads, so they got, I got their approval right there, but I think it's the best meal I make right There's now. There's a thumbs up, too, yep. from Mrs. Davis. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, now what I really want to break down a little bit here is this Denver defense because we keep saying it. There's no way that yep. this many turnovers is sustainable. Well, they keep doing it. So, obviously, it is sustainable for this group. 15 turnovers in four games, like I mentioned, and a safety here tonight from Zach Allen. How is this possible? Well, you know, as a start to year, I thought there was like a little bit of like hoodoo voodoo on the team. Yeah. But maybe now there's hoodoo voodoo on other teams that come to play I us. I like that. Because it seems like we have guys scared or shaking in their boots because whether it's dropping reverses or fumbling snaps, like they want to give us the ball. They're yeah. finding ways to give us the ball. And on top of that, we're making plays happen um, with sack fumbles and even fumbles that we're not picking up. Like we're making a lot of plays on the defensive side of the ball. Um, getting our hands on a lot of footballs, and I think we're playing all-around great defense, and we're executing at a really high level. P.J. Locke yep. was a dog yep. tonight Lights in out. place of Kareem Jackson. 
He was a guy we weren't sure if he was going to play in this game. He's able to make it, and he makes a huge impact. Yeah, great impact. I mean, if he keeps playing like this, I don't know what's going to happen with PJ. I mean, with uh, when Kareem comes back, you kind of get in that position to yeah. where, like, the hottest hand kind of has to play. Like, even though you're a great vet, this guy keeps playing lights out like this. I mean, he's making big plays, causing turnovers, knocking people out the game. Mm. Um, and it's, it's tough, man. It's going to be a, a big decision if he's playing like this. It's so cool, too, because I was cruising through Twitter before we went live, and I saw Kareem Jackson tweeting, you know, PJ Law, like his support. Yep. And I think at the end of the day when we talk about, like, okay, PJ Law, he might be the guy who's going to stay in the game even if when uh, Kareem Jackson comes back from his suspension. It's like that's what Kareem wants. Uh -huh. Like he's in year 14. As much as he wants to be out there and he wants to play, he also really is a leader for this defense, and he wants to see these guys uh, have success on the field. Exactly. He wants to win. I think he wants whatever's best yeah. for the team that's going to put them in a good position to win. Um, he's been here for a number of years. Um, they haven't won the way he's wanted them to, but now they have an opportunity, so he's not going to stand in any way of us winning. I think winning's first um, and on the forefront of his mind. Yeah, I got to point out that DTR heading into this game, he was completing just about 55% of his throws. He struggled again today. He only completed 48% of his passes before he was knocked out of the game by Baron Browning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I have to give a hat tip to Baron Browning. I thought that was a clean hit. I don't think see anything wrong with that. Do you think we're going to see the NFL come after him? Are we going to see a final no, play? No, it shouldn't be. I mean, he made full contact with the shoulder, um, and he just ran through him, man. Um, get your weight up, I guess I could say. Because, <laughs> uh, he just he just ragdolled him. Um, the, the Broncos are playing really good defense, and I think you have to be – um, at your assignment and playing at a really, really fast pace to even put hits like that on people. Yeah. And we had two pretty big hits tonight that knocked guys out. Um, so these these guys are definitely flying around. Why else wasn't DTR really able to get into a rhythm tonight other than the fact that this was just his third career start? But I just feel like this defense as a whole just didn't give him the opportunity to, to find his mojo. Yeah, we were doing a great job of mixing it up. Um, we were doing a lot of... Uh, we had a lot of run sets originally mm -hmm. um, to start the game, but when we saw that they went to the passing game, we kind of came out of that and started running, putting more DBs on the field, going more nickel. Um, and I think just our ability to switch in and out of nickel, in, in and out of nickel, and uh, and base was a was the reason why we were able to confuse him so much um, and really really allow him not to have any success. Yeah, you know. As far as the run game goes, I feel like we knew heading into this game, DTR, he wasn't going to be it. Um, they were going to have to rely on Kareem Hunt, yeah. Jerome Ford, um, and DTR with his legs a little bit just because he is a young guy and he can move around. But we knew that the passing game wasn't going to be it and that it was going to be the run game. So a huge game here for the run defense. Um, they gave up, what was it, 107 yards on the ground, yeah. averaging – I think a lot more than that 160. this year, though. 160. 160 yeah. so far this season. So this was a really good game uh, for this Broncos run defense. What adjustments did you see them make, and, and how was it successful? Um, you know, to be honest, I would say the Cleveland Browns made a terrible decision coming out trying to throw the ball. 
I expected them to come out and try to run yeah. the ball 24-7. And I feel like that's the biggest adjustment. I mean, like our defense, our run defense was solid, um, but they definitely had a few plays that got too many yards. But the Cleveland Browns didn't stick to the run. They didn't really try to emphasize the run, the running game. Um, and I think that's that's the choice they made, and I'm happy that they did because ultimately our defense um, was able to benefit from it. I actually have in my notes. Sorry, I just saw somebody comment. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I always oh. get Zach. You got to get me if it happens to me. Yeah. I think it's a must. Yeah, I mean, Dickel? Well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> defense, defense and nickel. That's how it came together. Dickel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Somebody put Todd Dickel Davis in there, and I'm like, I don't like that. We're not going to start that one, okay? Brandon uh, McNeil, get the hell out of here with that. Um, that's hilarious. I was about to say something, and I lost my train of thought because that was so funny. Um, they, <laughs> they, sure couldn't. That they sure couldn't. They sure couldn't. They got um, Dickel down. It's defense and nickel. That's all I'm doing is putting the, those two words together. It's not Ooh. nothing crazy. It's just defense and nickel. Is it you know? hot in here? <laughs> is it warm? Um, who else do I want to talk about on this Denver defense? I feel like a lot of guys had a really, really good game. Baron yep. Browning, mm -hmm. um, he's somebody that, gosh, he has that spin move that's, like, so iconic. It gives me a little, gives me, like, little Von Miller vibes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean, um, he's Von Miller-esque, I think, in the way that he approaches the game and then um, his ability to win one-on-one. -on -one. And he's playing really, really good football. Um, once again, that hit on DTR, he had a couple other plays affecting the quarterback, getting after the quarterback. And, you know, he's really been a high-level high player and a big piece that they were missing to start the year. That's why I feel like the turnaround has been so dramatic. Um, I think he's one of the pieces that caused that. What else from this Denver defense here tonight really stood out to you? I just feel like there's so many moments that we can point to with the forced fumbles, the fumble recoveries, the pass breakups. Pat had a great PB. Like, yeah. there's just so many moments where it's just like, this group is elite. And I hate that there's that 70-point game against the Dolphins because it's just screwing up. Yeah. The, the rankings, the stats, the numbers. Um, and I know right now it doesn't really matter about the numbers because the eye test is proving that this defense is, is dominant. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's Fabian Moreau and J-Mac that have really mm. uh, turned the tables, I guess, on this defense. Um, they don't get a lot of – well, they get some love, but I think they need a little bit more because it doesn't matter who was lined up on Amari Cooper tonight. Um, they didn't allow him to have a good night. And they are making plays week in and week out, game-changing plays, um, big pass breakups. So those two guys specifically have really stepped up in a big way to help this uh, passing defense. I hope that somebody is pouring them a shot. Yeah. A Breckenridge Distillery tonight because they deserve it. This whole defense, this whole team, really, because the Denver Broncos are back. Five straight games. And what's funny about tonight's game is I feel like each week in the postgame show in the Winner's Lounge, I'm, like, a little less fired up because now I'm starting to expect it. Mm -hmm. I'm really starting to expect these wins where, yep. like, I mean, everybody's like, oh, don't even ask questions. Like, just, like, have fun. Enjoy the Winner's Lounge. I'm like, shoot. We expected to win this game. Yeah. Like, I'm not even that fired up. I want on to the next one. Trying All right. To, I'm trying to go to Houston. I like it. Don't you feel the same way? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm rocking with you. Um, speaking of Breckenridge Distillery, see that? That was a, a transition. Not quite a Todd Davis transition, but I'm working on it. Um, Breckenridge Bourbon, the official bourbon of the Denver Broncos. Um, Battle of the Broncos blend still going on. Ed McCaffrey versus Af Alfred Williams. So you guys can vote on your favorite and win Breckenridge 
Breckenridge Distillery and Broncos swag. You guys can go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com slash bourbon dash of dash Denver dash Broncos forward slash to enter to try to uh, pick your favorite of those two blends. Uh, hashtag Broncos bourbon. You guys can win tickets to the Broncos bourbon whiskey suite for the Denver Broncos versus the Chargers game on New Year's Eve. Where else would you want to be on New Year's Eve than in Powerfield at Mile High? Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Breckner's Distillery is the world's highest distillery founded in 2008. They're most widely known for their blended bourbon whiskey, a high rye mash American style whiskey. Um, and it really is one of the highly, most highly awarded craft bourbons in the U.S. Breckenridge Distillery products available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. I'll pray anywhere. And shout out to our friends over at Breckenridge Brew. Um, Breckenridge Brew is the official beer of the DMVR bar. And it's also the beer that Alexis will be... Shotgunning. Shotgunning. And a um, bit. Have you picked a flavor? Is it the Avalanche Amber Ale, the Mile High City, Broncos Country Pale Ale, the Fun Slinger? Do you know? I think I'm going to just do one out of this out of this bucket right here. All right. That's great. How well, long have these been here, though? That's what I'm curious months, about. Months. Maybe years. Years? Um, have these been here for years? <laughs> Breck Brew has a beer for any occasion. Um, they're very delicious. Uh, I think my dad had one earlier today. Had no complaints about it. He definitely had a good one. Use the, use the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find the Breck Brew near you. And uh, enjoy. Enjoy your brew. And we will, too. Guys, this one expired two days ago. That's not it old. Says, it says best enjoyed by November 24th, 2023. And, like, I'm a, I'm a best by date kind of gal. Like, I'm not risking it for the biscuit. You know what I mean? So I need to find a freshy can. And then maybe I will consider that. I'm trying to find every way out of this. Do you guys see this? I'm like, I need a thousand likes and a fresh can. Do we have fresh cans? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course we do. He'll find <laughs> me one. Oh, yeah. Where uh, is our special guest here yet? Okay, okay that's okay. We'll wait for him. Uh, yes, everybody in the comment section, you are correct. Number two, five. Chris Harris Jr. joining us here in just a little bit. He was driving back from Texas today. I can't believe he's still going to do this. Yeah, he's the man. He was uh, on a little road trip. Um, nevertheless, he wanted to come on the show. He wanted to uh, hang out with us for just a couple minutes. So appreciate him for that. Do you think he's going to be wearing sunglasses? I don't know. I don't know. You never know. I could see it. I want everybody in the comment section to give love to Todd's outfit here tonight. Well, he said you. the guys, they were coming in with their sunglasses and their hats on, and yep. he wanted to rock it too. And he's he's been committed. Did you wear the sunglasses the whole game? I think I did. I think I did. The lights were so bright and the Broncos were playing so well, I couldn't just yeah. take them off. I Fair just enough. I just realized you're giving uh, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears vibes with the odd gene kind of. I just kind of looked over wait. and I was like, wait. They were like, well, if Justin Timberlake was good looking, then uh -huh. what he would look like, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's fair enough. Justin Timberlake, when he was dating Britney Spears, when they did the denim on denim looks, mm. he was wearing a bucket hat, though, wasn't he? So he missed it. you missed it by that much. I got to get a bucket. I got to get a bucket much. to hit my JT vibes. Um, let's hand out some game balls here tonight. Uh, there's plenty of guys that deserve them. Yep. Uh, I want to start with Samaj AP, Ryan, like you mentioned. Uh, he's a guy that just doesn't get enough love. I think he absolutely won the game for the Broncos last week against the Vikings. And then he comes up again here today. Some huge plays, finds himself into the end zone. I love to see him finally get on uh, – on the uh, what am I trying to say stat sheet yeah. for a touchdown. Yeah, love that for him. I think that's I think that's great for him because he was the really the most important piece of this offense without having any 
amount of love on the stat sheet. So totally. I think that's great for him to really um, make his presence felt and get some more love, get some more carries, and really make the most of it. Uh, for me, it has to be P.J. Locke. Um, he was battling an injury. I mm. uh, wasn't even sure if, they were go- if he was going to play tonight. Finds a way to c- come back and play and was really making plays from the very beginning of the game. I think the first two plays, he had two tackles. So started off balling and balled the entire game. So my game ball has to go out to P.J. Locke. Guys, throw your game balls into the comments section. I want to read a few of them off for sure. Um, I also want to give one to Nick Benito. Um, I feel like he was all over the field tonight. I yep. felt like he just like smelled blood in the water, and he was just a shark just getting after these guys. He had um, one tackle for loss, a pass defense, a quarterback or three quarterback hits, uh, one and a half sacks for yeah. him. Guy's a baller. Yeah, he's been balling. Um, he's kind of had to take a seat back um, once Baron Browning came back, but um, he's once again showing you why he was tied for the NFL lead mm. as far as sacks at one point. Um, yep. Playing really, really good and um, is, a, is a game record when he's out there on the field. So they need to find more reps for him. I think that we have a lot of guys on this roster who need more reps. There's not enough reps to go around um, because guys are playing so well. Okay, anybody else you want to give a game ball to before we move on to what this win means? Jose uh, in the comments saying Garrett Bowles, which Garrett I kind Bowles. of agree yeah. with. Jose! Yes, 100%. I mean, I just think this entire offensive line deserves a game ball. These guys, last week, they were pretty much perfect in pass protection. Yep. This week, they're dominant in run blocking. Yep. I mean, the holes that they were opening up for Samaj P. Ryan, for Russell Wilson on his quarterback keeps like, I was shocked at how easy it seemed like the Broncos were running the ball tonight, especially up against this Cleveland defense. Against a really good front. Um, yeah. And Miles Garrett, who is – one of the best players in the league. They made every person on that front look average, and they uh, played with their hands or hairs on fire once again. So um, shout out to the whole O-line. They all get game balls. They all played extremely well. Negative game ball to the refs, though. 100% agree with you, <laughs> my guy. Um, I feel like, was it like Broncos against the officials today? Like, was that the official situation? There were some terrible calls, man. A lot of terrible calls um, against us. Um, and they just, I don't know if they were replacement refs or what the problem was, but they were the not on their game as far as how they called this game. Luckily, um, it didn't hurt us in the end, and we were able to still get a, a good win out of it, but they were uh, pretty bad. I can say I can talk a lot about them now because I'm not playing, but if I was playing, I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Can't, yeah. You can't talk about the refs. What do you think the post-game locker room interviews were like? Because you know a couple guys probably you, you just going like, <clears throat> Yeah, we can't put it in the refs' hands. Uh, <laughs> we got to be able to play our game and lead them out of it. Um, you know, if we play good, then the refs won't have any part of it, and uh, that's on us. But the media walks out, and they're like, those Man, the refs are trash. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bad game, I think. What was the first one that was just um, – just maybe absurd. the holding on Cortland Sutton. The holding on Cortland Sutton. Yeah. I mean, that was those guys are hand fighting at that time. I don't think you can really call that. Um, and to negate what was that a 31 yard a game? huge run? Yeah, big run. Huge, huge game there for the Broncos. That was just absolutely brutal. Uh, yeah, feel free to join us in the comments section if you have something to say about the refs. Um, okay, let's go ahead and talk about the current playoff picture because the Broncos are officially in the hunt um, right there on the bubble. Of course you have Houston, Buffalo and the Broncos um, really, really on the outside looking in, but just by a little bit, um, this was a huge game because this was in the grand scheme of things, the head to head against the, uh, 
against the Browns might be critical <laughs> late. What just happened? Did somebody say dick on your phone? Yes, they're going crazy on Twitter. Um, yeah, no, no, no. It's it's a, it's important. It's it's really an important game, especially for um, our standings right now. Is trying to make the playoffs, trying to get in the. Uh, in the playoff race, it's very important because, you know, you need that head-to-head -head win over the Cleveland Browns because, you know, as their record states, they've been a pretty good team up until now. Yeah, which is odd to me. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they won tonight over the Raiders, which was such a weird feeling spending my afternoon rooting for the Raiders. Uh -huh. I didn't like that at all. They had it for a little bit. I know. Um, they tried their hardest. They had it. They were up, and then the Chiefs tied it, and then, you know, the Raiders started to Raider somewhere in the fourth quarter. Raiders Raidered. Um, so Houston next week. I keep feeling like every single week we just keep saying this, like this is the biggest game yep. of the season. This is the biggest game of the season. Next week in Houston up against Ohio State product, CJ Stroud, like he is playing so well right now. Yep. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's look like a damn good choice for head coach. Uh, check you out, Houston. Um, this is a really big game for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, it's really big. I mean, they lost a close one um, tonight by a missed field goal, but nevertheless, uh, that Houston, Texas team is playing really well um, and playing at a high level. You know, our superstar guest, um, the one and only Strap himself, Super Bowl 50 champion, part of the no-fly defense, uh, one of the greatest corners to ever put on a Denver Broncos jersey. Shout out to my man, Chris Harris. What's up? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Glad to have you on. Um, I know you watched this game tonight. What is impressing you most about this Denver defense? Man, just finding a way to get the ball, you know, every week, uh, I think over the streak, you know, being able to create turnovers, um, getting some pressures today, getting some sacks. Um, everybody's just playing with that fire, man. Everybody seems like they got that gel now and everybody's locked in. So it's been good to see them uh, continue to come out and compete like this every week. Chris, 15 takeaways in four games. I mean, when was man. the last time you saw something like this? Just such a dominant defensive performance week after week after week after week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we have seen it, you know. I don't think we we did that in uh, 2015. So, um, so what they're doing is very remarkable, you know. So uh, being able to create plays, short fields, you know. Uh, when we were losing, uh, it seemed like Russ was starting every possession in the 10-yard line, you know, <laughs> having to drive 90 yards, you know. So now he's getting some short fields, uh, being able to uh, create off the uh, red zone and, and connecting with Cortland. And um, that and it's been working. So being able to create turnovers, have a solid run game, and being able to score points in the red zone has been the key to our victories. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, a lot of people have been uh, calling this guy the next Chris Harris, J-Mac. Uh, he's been playing really good football and, you know, creating turnovers, taking the ball away. Um, how do you feel about that comparison? I know a lot yeah. of times, sometimes people are like, yeah. no, nah, he doesn't like me, or sometimes people are okay with it. Yeah. How do you feel about them comparing him to you? Oh, man, it's okay, man. You know, I think uh, anytime you have a good defensive player and he's playing with uh, enthusiasm out there and he's uh, making turnovers, making plays, that's that's great to be compared to, uh, to me, you know. I think that's the type of attitude that he wants to go out there and play with. And um, that's our mentality that we always play with in Denver. You know, uh, Pat understands that. Uh, Jay Mac, Justin, you know, they're going to let them know that we have a history of having solid DBs. So yeah. we that's kind of our ex expectation. 
and uh, I love the way he's playing right now. I don't, I, I don't know if our games are similar, you know, um, uh, just seeing how I played outside and inside, yeah. being able to play everywhere on the field. But uh, I think he's definitely going out there and making plays. I love, I love what that, he's doing. That's one thing I always tell people about you is that um, you were very athletic, but I felt like you were super smart on the field. I remember playing in Kansas yeah. City. He, you're calling out routes before, like as soon as they line up. I felt like your game was physical, but it was very much mental to where you were uh, one of the smartest players on the field at all times. Yeah, I mean, that's how, that's how you got to make plays. You know, a lot of my plays that I made was uh, off preparation, being able to see it before it comes, and then being able to, uh, you know, communicate to you uh this uh, other safeties you know uh what i see and y'all sometimes y'all get give me tips you know hey chris is run right here you know let's hit it you know and uh that's just kind of how it is on the field and that's how i see these guys playing you know these last five games communicating i see josie pointing out things uh you know and um and the communication's fast so that's what we just got to continue to do and uh and it's that preparation i think justin's doing a great job leading back there because, uh, you you know, the season could have been done after uh, the Dolphins game. They could have called it in, you know, but uh, the defense guys uh, stuck in there. And you rarely see a turnaround like this. This is a crazy turnaround yeah. to go yeah. from historically the worst, you know, to, uh, you know, putting up records that, you you know, that hadn't been seen too many, too many times in this league. Yeah, Strap, you know, after that Miami game, uh, I would say that Todd Davis had maybe the hottest take going in the entire city, and that was that Vance Joseph was going to return to this Broncos team next year. You're a guy, you played with yeah. DJ. Uh, tell us a little bit about who is leading this Broncos defense right now and just how impressed yeah. you are with the work that he's done with this group. Man, I mean, of course, you know, when you got guys like Justin, he's played in this system before, so he, you know, he's he's a, he's got to be a quarterback back there on the defense. Uh, Josie, he's played in this system before, and he's in, uh, a very intelligent uh, player. Uh, he was smart, very smart when I was there. So uh, I'm pretty sure now he's probably way smarter now, you know, add four more years to his belt, you know. So uh, those guys are doing a great job uh, in the locker room, getting guys on the same page. And uh, it's, it's you have coaches, but it's a player's league at the end of the day. The players got to go out there, put the work in and uh, make, change the attitude of how we're going to play. And um, so you got to tip your hat to those guys, those, especially the leadership um, that's helped change, arrange, uh, change the way they've been playing. Yeah, I feel like in the years that we won, uh, we knew we were going to win and we had our sights on, whether it was the playoffs or the Super Bowl. Um, in the years that we knew we were going to be, uh, then, then all of a sudden on the vision board, it was like, uh, have a winning record or, you know, make the playoffs or yeah. beat the Chiefs. Like it was smaller goals. But now that the guys are at this point, um, in the season and really control their own destiny. Do you feel like they should be looking towards the playoffs? Do you think they should be looking to make yeah. a run and really make a push to do something special this year? Yeah, I, I think they should just take it one game at a time, you know, take one game at a time um, and just try to uh, maximize this run that you're on right now. It's hard to win five games in a row in the NFL. It's very hard. And uh, we got a, a great test this week uh, to go on the road uh, versus another team that's fighting for the playoffs. You know, had a tough loss today and a hot quarterback. So um, it's a, they, they should be feeling like we got a big game. We got to go prove ourselves still, you know. So I want them to keep that chip on their shoulder. Don't even think about the playoffs. Uh, you know, right now, just keep thinking about uh, being your best and trying to improve on the little things that you can clean up going on to this week. So 
it's, we still got some improvements to make, but this is a huge game, man. We win this game now, then I might be talking about, okay, now we can really uh, really talk about some playoffs. Just a little bit, you know, but uh, let's, 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 let's go win this game on the road. Yeah. It is true because if the Broncos are able to win this game, I mean, their odds of making the playoffs are – it's like 50% where if they were to have lost today, that percentage would have been in somewhere in the teens – they can yeah. do it. If they can beat this Texans team, I mean, it is full steam ahead. That is now a six-game win streak that this team would be on. I don't see any team extinguishing them at that point. Yeah. This is one of those weeks where you got to really, you know, it's a sacrifice week, you know, uh, when you got to really lock in and focus on this week because uh, I'm going to tell you, the Texans are going to be ready to play. You know, they're not they're not no slouch team anymore. They got a great coach over there with D'Amico Ryans. Uh, the defense is going to – their defense gets after it. Uh, their offense is – you know, they have weapons all over. So, um, Broncos got to – you know, you got to take this game very, very serious, you know, and uh, see it as a big game. Uh, see it as it's double because it is double because it's a conference game and it's a team that you can possibly be fighting with in a playoff hunt. So, uh, this is a huge game, and we got to take this game serious because, like you said, the percentages go way up we win this game. Right, we got great percentages, and we still got a tough schedule. I think we got Detroit coming, um, uh, Chargers twice. We usually split that game. That's usually a split, but if we can try to uh, win both those games, that would be huge. And, and the Raiders is always a 50-50 game, you know, uh, playing against those guys. So, yeah. But it's a, we got to win four out of the next six. You sounding like a GM, my man. I think you need to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, switch out hats and, and get in the uh, corporate side of things in the business. You know, hey, man, it's the first year out, man. You know, I'm just joining this time, man, being kind of watching the game as a D coordinator, as a GM, you know, and just being able to just analyze the game and uh, just just resting, man. I haven't had this time, you know, uh, 12 years playing in the league and um, my training is full go, you know, so I never had that time to rest. And uh, it's been a great down period, man. But I definitely uh, look forward to, you know, uh, what my next adventure will be uh, in my next career in life. Well, that's awesome, man. We can't wait to see what's next for you. Um, I, I know you can't see the chat right now, but you're getting a lot of love. People love you on this uh, network, DNVR Broncos. So appreciate you coming on, yes, man. Sir. Much love and much appreciated. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Man, the Todd Davis Rolodex strikes again. Did somebody just hand me a Michelob oh, Ultra? Oh, shoot. Of all things, that is dirty. Yeah, D-line with the, have to do something. That is nasty. Why would you do that? D-line with a of quick all, one. Of all the things. It's a I shotgun was, and a dickle day. There's nothing else we can do wow. about it. Can I get a breakfast, though, for real? Like, I don't want to put in a request, but this is a cold Michelob Ultra. One, oh, it's a Michelob Ultra. Two, it's cold. Can you go find me a hot beer? Those are expired. By two days. You really want a warm beer? You, you feel like that's easier? You guys get in the chat. I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't done this in about 10 years. But correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure a warm beer is easier to shotgun. And I need all the help I that's can That's actually get. very true. Warm beers true? are for shotgunning. Cold beers are for getting drunk. Because this thing's ice cold. You got to get to it. And am I crazy warm. for not loving the, the loaf? Put it underneath your armpit a little hey. bit. And just warm it up. Like. <laughs> this guy says, hey, it keeps you skinny. What are you trying to say? Huh? I'm kidding. I'm just messing around. Uh, another guest going to be joining us here in just a little bit. Zach Stevens. Is he on yet? Yeah, I have the Okay. No Zach Stevens yet. Always just want to make sure um, that we don't leave him hanging. Remember that one time he was waiting for like 
20 minutes and he lit us up. <laughs> yeah, he was not playing. He was not playing. I am excited, though, to hear from him. Perfect. Yeah, we'll have him join us. Um, what I am excited to hear from him is is what was said in the post game. Because like I said earlier, I think at this point, this is just getting to it. We're expecting yep. this team to come out and play this way. Three takeaways here today. Um, I know we keep talking about, is it sustainable? Is it sustainable? Um, they've proven that it is to an extent. Next week against the Houston Texans, it's a pretty good offense yeah. with C.J. Stroud. Yes. Um, do you foresee this happening again? I think they needed to. Um, and luckily for them, he did have one game where he threw. he's already thrown three picks. Um, he was very, very conservative with the football up until that game. But if he's done it once, I think he can do it again. And the Broncos always find a way to get picks and turnovers and interceptions from some guys who don't really turn the ball over. Right. So I'm expecting them to find a way to get their hands on the football once again. For example, DJ Jones getting a fumble recovery today. Yep. His first – I'm – I am shocked by that stat. Am, am I the only one that's shocked by that, that that was his first fumble recovery? I think I am. Um, okay, did you say he's here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he was here. Um, okay, well, I want to go back to game balls because I think we can continue handing them Real out. Real quick, can yeah. we start calling the Vance Joseph defense the Dickel defense? No. Like, no, that's the Dickel defense. No. We can. Come on. No, no, no. Come on. Yeah, I don't you're, know you're, how you're, trying to me. you're trying to kill me off, man. I, I, no, 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 it's like, one night. We got to leave it here, and then it's done after Dude, that. this is a meme. This is going to no. go down with you in your legacy. In your <laughs> Wikipedia, it's going to be like the adventure of the Dico defense. Hey, you know, it's not that bad, but you know what I'm saying? I got to stop it. I got to stop it right here. Um, The Bills just lost. That was great. Now they're behind the Broncos in the hunt. Exactly. So now it's just what? Houston yep. at eight. Broncos at nine think so is that I don't correct know. I'm, I, sure. I'm pretty sure that's correct um nothing's updating uh as we're as we're watching this but um i'm pretty sure yeah can you send me the most updated standings in the in the slack um oh no it just updated um okay so we got bronco or excuse me texans at eight broncos at nine yeah um texans fell this week obviously two spots there uh losing to the jags uh broncos came up one by beating the browns with the with the bills falling as well um, they have a very, very legitimate chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how easy this would be to do, but can you pull up the remainder schedule? Schedule. Yeah. I would love to see. Yeah, we'll chill on the Dickle uh, comments oh and, my and pull gosh. up the full screen because I just kind of want to see what the getting, I just want to see what the road looks like. I just missed it. Damn it, I missed it. What do you say? Nothing, nothing. Okay. He was going, yeah, you was doing darn, it to yourself. Darn. <laughs> okay, so let's go week by week here really quick, Todd. Uh, next week, like we mentioned, Houston Texans. I, other than that Detroit game, this is actually a really tough three-game stretch on the road, if you yep. think about it. Yep. Um, you're not going to be here next week, so I'm pretty bummed that we're not going to be able to do the pre and the post game for this one. Cause, I know. Because this is the biggest game on the schedule, minus that game against Detroit. Um, do the Broncos beat the Texans? Um, This is a tough one. I have to dive into the tape a little bit more just to make sure that, you know, this is not just going to be a shootout game and we have to find a way to score, you know, 30 points. Yeah. I think it's important for our team to play good defense, but – we got to be able to handle this passing attack with T.J. Stroud because he's playing really, really good ball. Um, you know, I would think that I would think that the Chargers game is very important too because if we 
you know, if we drop in the AFC West, um, you know, it doesn't, I don't know if our record's going to matter if we ended up being, you know, fourth in the AFC West. So it's important for us to continue to win and win out, really. That would be the best thing we could do. Yeah, it would, as long as the Broncos can continue to control their own fate. I'm trying to yeah. look up CJ Stroud's numbers um, from today. It looked like he threw for 304 yards, two touchdowns, 116 rating, um, and that loss to the Jags. Yeah. I, I just am trying to figure out defensively what the approach is against the Texans just because they do have so many weapons. I, they obviously need to just stick to what they've been doing because obviously it's been working, but there might have to be some other guys who who come up big uh, in this game. Yeah, the Russian covers really need to work together um, yeah. in this game specifically. We have to have good coverage on the back end, and our guys have to win one-on-one blocks. I think that's our key to success. Um, if we give CJ Stroud too much time, he's going to find somebody open downfield. I think it'll be a long day for us, but um, if, our get, if our guys are able to eat up front, and our coverage is good. We'll have a good day. I like this. 12 and 5. Win out, baby. That's what I'm saying. Um, someone who I know thinks that the Broncos can win out is joining us now live. We have Zach Stevens on the field at Powerfield at Mile High after a big 29 to 12 win. First time we've ever seen that score, Zach. Oh my gosh, a score got me. And you know who talked about a score got me after the game? was Sean Payton, and he did not know what a scorigami was. So he was told, well, you've had two scorigamis this year, 70 to 20 and 29 to 12. And Sean said, I think I like tonight's one a little bit better. And what a turnaround for the Broncos. That 70 to 20 loss to the Dolphins was this year. And now the Broncos are the hottest team in the NFL, riding a five-game win streak, six and five. They're tied for the final wild card spot in the AFC, which is just absurd. And I don't know who has more swag and confidence now, if it's Todd Davis or if it's the Denver Broncos who are the hottest team in the NFL. I who do you it. think it is? <laughs> I, I think it's tied right there. I mean, Garrett Bowles just shut down the defensive player of the year and Miles Garrett. And Garrett, after the game said, uh, I just, I like to eat good food. I like to hang out with my family and I like to play with this group of guys. And this group of guys is riding a mile high of confidence right now. It really felt like the Broncos are going to win this game from the jump. They get out to that 14 to zero lead with really, and then they, they give it up. They could have been easily tied 14 to 14, but the red zone was the in this game, specifically in the first half, specifically with maintaining that 14-0 lead. Broncos went two for two in the red zone to start the game. The Browns go 0 for two, having to settle for two field goals. And then the Broncos defense just put their ears back. And what do we hear with every great defense? Get that lead, and then it should be over. And that's when the Broncos pass rush really woke up. I mean, Nick Benito goes off. You even see Drew Sanders get a strip sack. When Drew Sanders is balling, this defense is going to be really hard to stop. And speaking of the defense, 15 takeaways in their past four games. This is just getting silly now. It is wild how good this defense has been, how clutch they've been. And it's just playing complimentary football. The Broncos offense gets the ball in great field position in this game and the broncos come away with their biggest win in terms of points 17 point win today against the seven and three football team now i know the browns were on their third string quarterback then had to go to their second string quarterback in this game but the broncos defense made life hell for the quarterbacks on the browns and broncos offense 
one of the things that Sean Payton talked about after the game was the physicality. The Broncos won the physicality of this game on both sides of the ball, and that's just huge for this team, especially when playoff football comes around, especially with a team like the Browns, who are a really physical team. They're a great running team. Broncos hold them to just over uh, 100 rushing yards today, and then the Broncos ran for almost 170 yards. That's going to be huge come playoff time. Yeah, they've been playing really great. Uh, I want to know how Sean's energy was after the game. I know the last couple games, even though they won, he was kind of eh, on the border, feeling like they could play better. How did he feel tonight? How was his energy? You know what? I don't know if we're ever going to see Sean come out and be like super pumped about a win, but he was not disappointed. And kind of like you're saying, Todd, the past many wins in this five-game win streak, Sean has seemed more disappointed and focused on the negatives and the positives. That was not the case tonight. Like I said, he pointed to the physicality of this team, and I think he was really proud of how they played in the trenches. Miles Garrett, a defensive player of the year, the defensive player of the year. Uh, he's having a heck of a season. They hold him to zero sacks, only two tackles. And then the Broncos run defense. They, they looked struggling for about a quarter there, but the rest of the game they showed up, uh, and the Broncos were just laying big hits. So Sean was happy with his team. And I guess when you have a winning record is when you can be happy with this team. And this is the first time in the Sean Payton era that the Broncos have had a winning team. Six to five, five game win streak. Now is the time to be happy. And Sean's focusing on the good things now. You know, heading into this game, we were talking about just how good this Cleveland Browns defense really is. Do you think the absence of Denzel Ward played that big of a difference in this game? They were able to put up this offense 27 points um, on this Browns defense. And like I said earlier in the week, I didn't think anybody was going to score either team over 20 points in this one. Yeah, I don't know if any of us had the Broncos scoring 29 points. I think all five of us, the highest scoring was like 24 points. And that's a credit to the Broncos big boys up front they don't get enough credit but they deserve all the credit after a win like today not only holding miles garrett but the broncos running for a season high 169 yards this is what we thought the game was going to be that the broncos were going to have to run the ball because that what they could not do was let miles garrett and the number one pass defense not just but the number one pass defense in the nfl in the past 20 years they could not let them pin their ears back and attack the broncos uh, and they did not. And that was a credit to the Broncos running game because running for 169 yards was absolutely crucial. Sean actually said after the game that they spent a whole night talking about how they could not let Miles Garrett kill them. And so while the, Bron while the Browns did not have Denzel Ward, I'm really happy the Broncos did not change their game plan and try to pass the ball. Instead, they really stuck to the run. And that was a key in this game. That's a key in playoff football. And that's what the Broncos are built on. And that's something that the Broncos just completely got away from. Sean Payton got away from. And this team got away from in the first six weeks of the season. And their one and five start was running the football. Now we've seen this game plan multiple times in their win streak. Where the Broncos throw the ball 20-something times. And they run the ball almost 40 times. And this is exactly their formula for success. It's Javante going for over 50. It's Samaje going for over 50. We'd like to see Jaleel a little in there, a little more, but not going to complain. And then Russ also, he took over that touchdown drive with a, a couple of massive runs, including that one for a touchdown. Yeah, that's that's definitely their recipe on offense. Um, on defense, I feel like they continue to play fast, continue to get takeaways, and continue to lay some big hits. Um, I love that hit by uh, Baron Browning on the goal line. It looked clean to us. I don't yeah. know how it looked in the stadium, but how did it look um, in person um, for you? 
Well, there was booze in the stadium for about the next 10 minutes, and uh, it looked the same thing, the same way in this stadium. The fans were not happy with that at all. But you know what, Todd? The game has changed even just the past couple of years that you haven't been in. The Broncos just have to learn. You can't go high at all on a quarterback. Um, If you're going to hit them hard, it's got to be like right in the belly button because you can't go low on them. You can't go remotely high on them. But the team's response was huge to that because that was like, I mean, he got hit at like the two-yard line that was going to be a punt for the Browns. And instead they get the ball at nearly the 40-yard line. It seemed like the Broncos had given the Browns some hope or maybe the refs had given the Browns some hope in the game there. But the Broncos defense comes out, shuts them down. And that was a massive response. And the Broncos have honestly, since week six, have responded incredibly well to adversity, big picture and small picture. And that's what winning football teams have. So, yeah, no one here agreed with the hit. um, But it was how they responded, which was huge. And speaking of not agreeing with things, Sean Payton wanted to credit Cortland Sutton with the catch that was called back for offensive pass interference. He didn't, he didn't mention the ref's name specifically. He just said, uh, I'm, I'm going to give Sutton that catch. Yeah, we, we're going to give Sutton that one as well. You know, I want to stick with the offense here for a second. Just talk about Russell Wilson, again, being incredibly efficient with the football. Um, as much as his completion percentage, you know, isn't overly impressive, 59%, obviously. Uh, he did throw a touchdown, put one on a rope there to Adam Troutman. He ran one in. He was incredible with his legs here today. Safe to say that Russell Wilson is doing his part in helping this team win football games. And it almost feels like every single win is the same performance from Russell Wilson, whether it's a little bit more through the air or a little bit more with his legs. And today it was more with his legs and what he was able to do. Uh, We got a friend BK stopping by um, right here, uh, giving a shout out to to the five straight win Broncos. But (laughs) get out of here is what Todd Davis says. He's running now. He doesn't want anything to do with the way you're looking, Todd. Um, But – um, but, but Russ, he, he just continues to be that perfect game manager. And now I don't mean that in a bad way at all. Russ is doing what needs to be done for the Broncos to get these wins. Speaking of that throw to Troutman, I mean, what an incredible catch by Adam Troutman to get that knee in. Great challenge by Sean Payton. Portland Sutton after the game said there was no doubt in his mind that Troutman had that in. And it was a great call uh, for Sean to challenge that. But Let's take a look at what Russ was able to do. I mean, he was running back there. He probably ran for like 40 yards before throwing the ball and finding Troutman. Also, the, the throw to Sutton almost could have been a touchdown in the end zone. It would have been a really, really difficult catch by Cortland. But uh, Russ just continues to play really, really good football and way better than what the stat sheet says. And one of the things you can look at, and the only thing that matters is that five-game win streak, six and five record. Yeah, man, I love it. They're playing at such a high level. Uh, thank you for having, for coming on. I mean, it is your show, but I'm glad to have you on week in and week out. I can't yeah. wait to break down the rest of the game with you tomorrow. Up and early, we'll be at it. Catch us tomorrow at 11, 11 o'clock. 11 a.m.? And we'll be rock and rolling. Before you let's go, go Zach, let's go. I can't wait. Talking about the 6-5 and five team that is tied for a playoff spot. Can you believe it? 6-5. and five. Before you go, Zach, really quick, any last things from the players who took to the podium uh, after Sean Payton did this, this evening? You know what? We're going to need uh, our guy here who's producing to pull up. I posted a video on my Twitter account of Pat Sertan. You don't need to watch the video, but you need to look at Pat's swag. I don't know who's swaggier, Todd 
or Pat because he just has an awesome coat on and this team I mean Justin Simmons said it yesterday the confidence or said it last week confidence is at an all-time high now after beating a seven and three Browns team which by the way Sean Payton said we beat a good team what Sean Payton said after every other win he said oh we're gonna play in bigger games we're gonna play in bigger games nope not after this one. He said, we beat a good team today. It's a good win. Uh, so this Broncos team is just swagged out. They're confidenced out. And now they get a 6-5 and five Texans team for potentially uh, a playoff spot. And also, one more thing on this. This wasn't just a big win because it gets the Broncos over 500, keeps their winning streak going. But now the Broncos have the tiebreaker over the Browns, which could just be huge come the playoff time because – Browns aren't going to get Deshaun Watson back. They're probably going to come back to earth a little bit. And I wouldn't be shocked if at the end of the season, Broncos and Browns have the same record and Broncos have the tiebreak now. Check that out. I love, uh, love that we're talking about playoff football here at the end of November, given the fact that this team started one and five. It's just been an incredible turnaround. And it's been really fun to hear from you, Zach, just like every post-game show. We appreciate you. Uh, get out of there. Go home. Kick your feet up. Thanks, you guys. for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will. Hopefully my fingers aren't frozen off after this, but love joining you guys from the stadium, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Zach, what an incredible win for this team. The future, like he just mentioned, is so bright, so bright you might need to get yourself some Shady Rays. Kind of like uh, my guy Todd Davis over here. Just wear your sunglasses at night, inside, on the show. You're going to need a pair of Shady Rays. Um, you guys can take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays, they absolutely have you covered for warmer weather ahead, cooler weather ahead. It doesn't matter because when you're in Colorado, 300 days of sunshine, that is the realest thing. It doesn't matter if it's summer or winter. So be sure to head on over to Shady Rays and get yourself a pair. You guys can shop the entire collection of their brand at their brand new location as well in person at the Park Meadows Mall. It's a full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And the best part about Shady Rays is that if you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Shady Rays is currently in their biggest sale of the year for Black Friday. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles. You guys are getting up to the mountains already. I know it. Um, and they also have prescription sunglasses too. So go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourself. The shades are rated five stars by over a quarter of a million people. That is pretty darn good. Yeah, that is. And if you want to be prepared for the winter and you want to make sure that your roof is roofing, check out our friends over at Red Hawk Roofing. They have quality materials. They have decades of experience. They have a quick response time and they're huge DMVR supporters. We love these guys over at Red Hawk Roofing. Great thing about them is there's a free, no obligation roof and property inspection, free in-depth photo reports for all inspections. Winter's coming. You don't want to miss out to have a nice, secure, uh, safe roof. You don't want your roof leaking. Go check out our friends at redhawkroofing.com and tell them DMVR sent you. Yeah, speaking of um, really great Black Friday deals, I know I just mentioned that with Shady Rays. Um, we have a really good Black Friday deal going on. Shirts are up to 90% off. Team gear is at least 20% off. DNVR gear, 33% off. Hats and hoodies, 10 bucks off. Um, if you spend $75 or more and receive, you can receive a $15 gift card. Um, so Black Friday here at DNVR, it is legit. It is going on until tomorrow. I actually went and picked up. I got two. I got my call, everybody. And you're going to look at the sizing and be like, really? Is that your size? Um, well, according to my friend earlier, I'm 
I need the slim, slim Michelob Ultra. <laughs> but I got the Colorado versus everybody. Go Buffs. Sco Buffs, I guess I should say. And I had to get the Be a Good Person collab. Fire. You guys. Fire, fire. All of these on sale. Get yourself some. Um, I got mine big. I like to sleep in my T-shirts. Mm -hmm. And these ones are so soft. Like, they are just, I don't know. Sleep in them, run errands, do all that. Um, okay, let's get to the comment section and see if we have any super chats. Just a few. We have just a few. Okay, I know Todd can't read him because nope. he has his sunglasses on, can't so I'm gonna thing. get after it. Here's one from Flower Power HG. Let's go! Cannot believe this team was one and five and is now six and five. I thought we would just bury bury this, but here we go. Let's ride. P.S. You guys are the best. <laughs> Thanks so much, my guy. Uh, yeah, let's ride, Todd. Let's ride is really making a comeback. It is. And I feel like it's like a uh, it's like a happy saying now. Yeah. For a minute, it was like depressing don't to say, say it yeah, yeah it was like voldemort you don't want to say that yeah um but now we're playing at a very high level so yeah. let's ride baby let's it, ride it was he who should not be named yeah really it was russell wilson and his slogan were the two things that cannot be said <laughs> it was the breaking point last year when they lost and yeah. he walked away and he's still like let's ride let's yeah. ride i know that was the breaking point you can't bring it back after that nah. as russell wilson but we can we can make it into a thing yeah and we have it as a shirt which you should go buy that's really nice yeah the the e on ride is a three so that is also 90% off right now for the Black Friday sale so get yourself that um, here we have one from Casey Turbin club dub is lit up let's effing go hashtag mile high salutes club dub has been lit five straight weeks yep and it's no stopping we're just gonna keep this party rolling um, keep it lit all year long have your guys that are still on the team have they told you what club dub is like I know you've been a part of it no, no, they haven't really like talked to me about uh, Club Dub. Talked to me about a lot of other things, <laughs> but uh, I think the Club Dub is the inside the locker room thing. Uh, those other things he will tell you during Area 51 on the yep. pregame show. Not next week. Todd's going to be out next week, um, but the following week when they take on the Chargers, um, he will be back for that one. So be sure to catch us through the pregame show. Yeah, right? I'm actually going to Mexico. You're going to Mexico? Yeah, with the Denver Broncos. I'm uh, helping them host a youth uh, flag football tournament. So myself and the Denver Broncos would be in Mexico. Um, having some fun with some kids. Send pics. Yeah, we will, for sure. Well, we want to put them on the pregame show. Absolutely. Next week, it's, we want to see what you're up to. That is so, so cool. I feel like you've been pretty involved with the Broncos this I mean, year. I love them. And we have they love me. So I think it's just a good relationship. <laughs> I love it. How could we not love Todd <laughs> Davis, right? Um, okay, here we have another super chat from the Blind Swordsman DS. Sometimes I wish they could put spaces because I just, I almost said something different. Um, that was a nice ass kicking. It was. You're so right. Felt good. 29-12. What a weird, weird score. Um, 499 from Martin Heath, and that is 499 euro. Is that pounds. what I'm saying? Five thirteen. So pounds, five, like yeah. five dollars yeah. pounds. Yeah, five dollars and thirteen cents. Um, I Rough like that. math when <laughs> I don't know conversions. Dude, I still have money from the London trip last year in my wallet. I just need to go take it and get it like exchanged. No, keep it because one day you'll go back and you you'll think? just have some. Yeah. I'm trying to go back. I don't know when I'll have time to go back to to London, but yeah, I have I have cash money in my bag, so I don't know why. Um, that won't help me anywhere else. Here we go, Jason Corb, 10 bucks. Thanks, friend. Uh, I think the Browns didn't expect the Broncos to punch them in the mouth like the Steelers or Ravens. Yeah, I think they maybe expected them to be a little bit softer than they were, but these boys came ready to play. Um, they showed it from the snap that they were not to be messed with. Um, they were coming and bringing that heat, 
And I think they were surprised by how the Broncos came out and how they really fired off the ball. Yeah, like I said earlier, I feel like there was just blood in the water from the very first snap of the game. Um, when you have a, a rookie quarterback, these guys feel like they're going to come out and they're going to eat, and that's exactly what yeah. they did today. So it was such an outstanding showing. Um, here we go from Yo Mama Lama Lama. Yo Mama Lama? Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Creative. Uh, LFG, wife got us tickets to see the Broncos in Houston next weekend, and I'm pumped. Broncos are 2-0 when I attend games in Texas. There Soon we go. to be 3-0. You must have been there for the, uh, what, the big Drew Locke? Was that a four-touchdown game from Drew Locke? Something like that? That was Buzz a Lightyear. wild game. That was a Buzz Lightyear game. That was so fun. <laughs> I think I think Russ can uh, outplay Drew Locke in Houston. I think he can. H-Town. Hopefully they don't eat too good, man. I think that's the only problem with traveling, man. Houston has too many good spots. Too much food? Too much good food, yeah. But they'll be good. I feel bad for K-Jack not being able to go back and play in that game. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. He'll probably, he'll probably find a way to be back there, just not. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll make the trip. Yeah. Uh, maybe not with the team. I don't. Can they? Make, can he travel with the team if he's? I don't suspended? think so. I don't think you can travel. It's with the okay. Team. Yeah. He's made enough money throughout his career. I think He'd he can afford right. a, a PJ to get himself there. Um, I'd also like to give a shout out to PS2 and PJ Log, who was wearing. They were wearing a free K Jack shirt yeah. during a pregame warmup. So we should have had that one on rate the fit because that would have been flames. Yeah, for sure. Here we have another one from Martin Heath uh, to quote the great TD. We whooped their booty. We whooped the booty. <laughs> yeah, we showed did. I like that quote it. better than the other one. So yeah, same. let's rock with that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, here we have one from Steve. I could get used to being a good team. Is it safe to say that this is a good football team? Yeah, um, it doesn't feel like luck or it doesn't feel like missed opportunities by other teams. It feels like we are creating um, all the good plays that come to us within the game. So. It does feel like we're a good team, yeah. Okay, here we have an, another one from Jason. Also, Colts could be a problem for a playoff spot. Their remaining schedule is weak. The Texans game is huge. Yeah, yeah my guy, we seriously cannot agree more. It is really clear that this next game up against Super the Texans important. is kind of the game of the year. And we keep saying that week after week, but the Broncos keep winning them, and that's what makes those next games that much more critical. For sure, without a doubt. Let's rock and roll, boys. Let's rock and roll. Okay, last one, second to last one here uh, from Yash Thacker. Broncos win and Super Chat tradition continues as I slur my way through that. Mm -hmm. uh, Yash, thanks so much for hitting us with another Super Chat. We appreciate you. Always love seeing you in there. Um, Ishan Shahey, I'm just at Please put your, the pronunciation of your name in the chat. I'm so sorry for obliterating that. Uh, go Broncos. We're making the playoffs. Love y'all. Um, we love you. We can, I mean, the fact that we're in the winner's lounge for a fifth straight game, this is exactly where we love to be, especially hanging out with each and every one of you guys. Um, I have a bet to own up to uh -oh. right now, and I don't want to do it. Um, this, <laughs> this beard didn't get much warmer. <laughs> um, we made it over 500 likes. So shout out to everybody uh, who was punching the like button, smash the like. Uh, we really appreciate it. Does anybody have a knife? Does anybody want to punch a hole in this beer for me? Because I have to own up to my bet. I cannot believe I'm going to do this in front of the Davises, by the way. I'm about to shotgun a beer in front of Todd's mom. I don't want to do that. She's so sweet, and she's going to watch me completely screw this up. Of course, Kale's here to save the day. Let's go, Kale. Kale. 
You guys, I have not done Look this. Look at that. I have not done Salty this since my right freshman there. year at CU. It was the CU CSU game. I moved your laptop. And I did this with my <laughs> I did this with my mom and she completely owned me. Okay. We so can't say anything about when now from now on once we do the scores and we just gotta do the scores. Okay. I got this. Okay, so because the Denver Broncos oh, this is kind of a bad placement. Because the Denver Broncos Scored over 20 points. Yep. I cannot believe I'm doing this. They scored 29 tonight. Uh, shout out to Zach Allen for putting two more up on the board. Are we out of battery? Oh. Are you ready, Yaya? Oh, he wants one more. Who's taking this with me? If you're in the chats, I want all of you guys shotgunning a beer with me. Because we're in clubs up. Are you going to take one with me? Here's a nice warm Broncos Country Pale Ale. It's expired by two days. Oh, yeah. Sure. But it won't kill you. Here, come. You got to come. If it does, and you if gotta, it does yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, make yeah. you stronger. This is not going to be pretty. Been years okay. Kale? Good team. Okay? You guys are a great team. Okay. Come here. Just cheers me first because I just need, oh my God. Wish me luck. Woo! Uh, uh, oh my God. I am so gross. Oh man. Got to keep our promises win. here. 29 to 12. We keep our promises around here. Broncos, I guess if you're going to win next week, Todd Davis is shotgunning next nope, week. Nope, I didn't say that. He's going to do it next week. I got shotgunning one, I in got... Mexico with the kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's not here. He's not here. Damn, okay. If the Broncos go to Little Mickey Broncos... playoffs, If the Broncos make the playoffs, we're all shotgunning. I have a little left. I can't lie. I'm sorry. We did it. All right, there it is. All right, there it is. That is our post-game show. Denver Broncos get the big win. Like Todd said earlier, join them here tomorrow, 11 a.m. Usual crew on the set yep. to break it all down for you guys and, and give credit where credit is due and, and do all the usual fun stuff. Todd, thanks so much for being here. A little inside scoop, break down a couple plays. A little inside It'll be scoop. fun tomorrow. A little scoop, a little dickle. A little scoop, scoop. A little dickle tomorrow? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys tomorrow right here at DNVR. Have a good night, guys. Flying cotton